Peace, good people. The little one and I just got back from a Target run while Felicia was setting up for the podcast, and I got to tell you about what I learned while I was there. Target is partnering with HBCUs, shout out to Hampton, HU, to support the next generation of black talent. One of the ways Target is teaming up with HBCUs is through the Target HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. And if you want to see the winners, check back during Black History Month. Well, Black History Month is every month, but specifically February to see the latest designs that will be featured in Target 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy. Invest in the future. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. And be sure to visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. It can be a dark world sometimes. Don't be afraid to be a source of light. It can be a dark world sometimes. Don't be afraid to be a source of light. Peace, good people. Peace. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling all right, Rika. How you feel? Grateful. Grateful. Clear. Clear. Connected to the right things. Yeah. Yeah. It's a busy day. It is, but <laughs> here we are. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And the listeners on the Black Love Podcast Network. We hey. couldn't do it without you. <laughs> Thank you for the ways y'all been showing up, loving the feedback, loving the conversations. And mm-hmm. it looks like a lot of you are introducing new listeners to episodes. Mm-hmm. And that's a really cool uh, phenomenon that happens when we're all connected. Mm-hmm. So I picked an affirmation today. Word. From your book. Huh. We've been in mine, but I'm I'm in yours today. What's well, saying? If you have your text, you will... Turn, well, touch your neighbor with consent. Tell them, grab your text. Turn Mm -hmm. to page 32. All right? Okay. And it reads, I am a child of answered prayers, and all that I need is within me. Life is happening for me, not to to me. me. And because of this, I will have gratitude in all lessons. That's the one. That got some hit. (laughs) I am a child of answered prayers. And all that I need is happening within me. All that I need is within me. Excuse me. I jumped. Mm-hmm. Life is happening for me, uh-huh. not to me. And because of this, I will have gratitude in all lessons. This affirmation mm. is one that I have not come to regularly. Mm. <laughs> and even more recently, Experiencing the double transition of Kamayu, mm-hmm. very particularly, I have not come to this one. Understandably so. Because of the wrestling around answer prayers, right? Uh-huh. But today, uh-huh. I don't know. It 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 sits differently. And man, ain't that time. Like time, it provides so many measures and evidence, like that just perspective and reframing and Mm-hmm. This is uh this is funny to me how I come here. I, I haven't expressed to you out loud that I've wrestled with this affirmation. So coming here today is mm. unique and obviously mm-hmm. I needed everything to happen and it's timing at my pace to be able to be here. So I think that's <laughs> really 
powerful of you to say. Thank you for your honesty and your openness. And this sounds so unique, y'all, because I'm having a conversation with my wife, as you all are the listeners, and I'm thanking her sincerely because when she's that courageous, it does something for all of us. It makes the space a little more safe. Mm. It sets what's possible. And I can totally acknowledge that that particular affirmation can be challenging for someone in a season of grief. Right. I acknowledge that it can be challenging for someone who doesn't feel like their prayers have been answered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It brings me back to this experience as a child. Hmm. Tell me. When my mom be on the phone. Hmm? Listen. My mom be on the phone, mm-hmm. and I'll come to her asking her for something. Mm-hmm. And she would realize, I feel like she was ignoring me, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted a yes or no answer. <laughs> I set the question up to be hella simple so I can get a yes or no answer because I, <laughs> I know you're on the phone. I can see that. <laughs> and she would turn to me and say, I'm on the phone. <laughs> Hey, hey, that nearly broke my heart, Slim. Because <laughs> all, all the ways you devised the question and you made it easy I'm for her to answer I'm setting it up it. for you to answer my question. It's an easy one. You turn to me and say, I'm on the phone. <laughs> and you say it in this tone as if I can't see you're on the phone, one. And two, did you hear my question? <laughs> Let's, because they all outside on their bikes right now and they want to know if I can go. And I'm just trying to get permission. I already did the nice voice. I came, the place is visibly together. I would have not asked if I didn't do what you asked me to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you turn to me and say, I'm on the phone. And it's like, mom. <laughs> excuse me, mom. And then, and then you try to do the silent, excuse me, mom. But uh-huh. I'm going to try to get in your, your line of vision. Because <laughs> I haven't left because I haven't got an answer. Right. Uniquely enough, I'm, I don't think there's any overall hanging question that I have for my mother that I repeatedly ask that she's avoided or have not answered me. Mm. The answers sometimes appear differently than I thought they would. And I don't, it's not to say that uh, sometimes when we construct a prayer, one, we have to make sure we're not, well, I make sure that I'm not praying out of fear. I'm praying in faith. Right, my fear can't drive me to pray. That means the fear was stronger than the faith that I should have used to call me there. So fear, I don't use fear as something to make me pray right now. If there is fear, whatever my previous prayer was, I better be ready for war. Right? Like you got to be in battle mode when it's battle mode. Sometimes you can't stop and pray. Or there has been something approaching you. You don't have time to say a prayer. Right. All those things separate aside and or included. So I try not for my fear to drive me to prayer. I let my faith drive me to prayer. But even sometimes my faith is informed by my logic and my past lived experiences. So answering the prayer must look like this. There isn't another answer. I'm not praying for something they tell you to be specific. So I'm going to pray real specific. I'm going to pray the prayer in order. I'm going to give you thanks. I'm going to then ask, right? But Mm -hmm. I'll also say this. I wrestle all the time. If you didn't answer my prayer the way I wanted it answered and when I needed it answered, right? if I could have went to HR and asked for your supervisor because there's a God above you, 
Mm. But I, I wasn't, I wasn't, my faith wasn't to this minuscule God. Mm-hmm. There wasn't somebody I would go to and say, you're more powerful than the God I was praying to. Can we talk about this? That means I would have had it wrong in the first place. So my faith is where my faith is, but this matter is unresolved. So I can't go nowhere until you give me some type of information because this is unresolved and I don't have anyone else to turn to. But a child of answered prayers, it leaves room for evolution. It leaves room for wonder, for favor. I don't have Kamayu the way I planned to, the way I wanted to. But I do have Kamayu. Mm-hmm. In ways that I never planned, in ways that I didn't think I ever wanted. Mm-hmm. We are together and you show up for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm in this alternate universe that I didn't even know could exist. I wanted what I wanted because that is what comes natural and true. But in this alternative dimension, this universe that I'm in, we still connected and I'm still living in this plane, but this one can seem just a little bit more temporary. Like I understand Mm -hmm. that nothing lasts forever on this side. Mm -hmm. So since I know that nothing on this side will last forever, my child is already on the side of forever. I long to join you in that foreverness that I, that I thought was this side previously. Mm So that affirmation particularly, though, it doesn't say you answered my prayers. Right. Right? I don't have that type of foresight. Uh, being a child of answered prayers is the favor that follows me. Favor follows me. Even in adversity, favor follows me. Mm-hmm. It shows up in so many ways. My gratitude is informed by this favor that follows me even when I'm in battle, even when I feel underwater, even when my head feels stuck underwater and I don't know which way is up. Mm. The favor is still upon me. I want that favor to pass on to all my generations. Yeah. And the people who know how to find gratitude in otherwise seemingly dismal situations, those are a special people. Mm-hmm. I come from those people. I belong to those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it informs a deep sense of all that I need is within. Where else am I going to get it from? Nobody is coming to give it to me. Where else? No one can come give me their portion of faith. I must have my own. No one can give you their faith. No one can give you their favor you have to have your own and i know i have it so all that i need being within me is an invitation for me to go inward to find it outside of the schedule outside of the nine to five outside of the goals outside of the plans outside of the damn calendar i gotta go to a place where time doesn't move linearly so i gotta go inward to produce these knowings But once I know them, I'm going to rehearse them to keep it at the frontal of my knowing so that I move through the world with that knowing because you don't always have time to slow down to go inward. Mm. But therein I say, experiencing loss without experiencing love, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a double tragedy that we experience it and we don't experience what grief, how it can grow us. Yeah. So I recognize that there are pressures on people of all presentations that sometimes 
interrupt your ability to go inward. Yeah. And I, for one, no matter how healthy, no matter how agile my mind is, I don't want to live inside my head. Mm. I want to be able to use my heart and other deeper knowings and my faith and my intuition. I want to be able to use those to make movements in my head alone. My head is the same place that advertisements live. Ads and colors and things that I think I desire. They're all in my head too. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to just only use that. I have so much more than my head. So all that I need is within me. Mm -hmm. I just have to journey to the place that it resides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is noble work. Ooh, that is noble work. It is the work, man. I'm listening to And you're doing it, my G. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and you're doing it. No, I'm listening to you. And I'm thinking of it as you describe, like, within you and where you come from and who you belong to, the people that you belong to, right? Mm -hmm. This frame of thinking has been something that has been practiced. It is within you. Your lived experiences have informed this practice. Mm Mm-hmm. But the people in your life have also done the same. So it is this generational practice. Yeah, but I remember when I was a child, I wanted a bigger house. I wanted a bigger house so bad. I wanted a house like some of the ones that my friends had. Mm-hmm. With, the, like had with the pantries? Yeah, the pantries. Look like they had more space. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of siblings, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, we could use a bigger house like that one. Oh, they, they got two cars. <laughs> Not one station wagon. Damn, that sound that that seemed about right. Mom, we should mom, we should think about getting two cars. <laughs> I remember in high school, I went to a high school on a different side of town than when I lived in, and we were just trying to find space. So on the way home, or on the way to my friend's house, rather, I would record the numbers of houses that were for rent to see <laughs> if we might be able to get one of them. I. Mom, we should call. I hear you. I didn't I didn't call, right? Yes, I have. Yes, I yes, I have. Yes, I yes, I have. I need to know something. But I did that one time. But check what I'm saying, though. <laughs> I would have never thought this framing of gratitude would have come from what they call living below the poverty line. I didn't know there was gratitude under that line. That line is public assistance. That line is all these things that tells you that if you're under that line, you can't make it. So the faith and the gratitude that was practiced in the home because we didn't have a bigger one, mm-hmm. the faith and the gratitude that was practiced in the home because we had a little bit, mm-hmm. but enough, mm-hmm. that was also my framing of my reality. And I just don't know how, I don't know how it changes or manifests. I guess we have to show that for Kamali. Yeah. But mm-hmm. It was all the above that frame my faith and my gratitude. And abundance did that when it came. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was in this experience that so many others, including society, including economists, including the social construct, tells you that almost nothing good happens there. I am curious to know if this understanding 
practicing this habit of mine? Does it come by hindsight for you? By hindsight and the best way that I can articulate this that I know that you'll understand mm-hmm. is, and we've been, we've been in this space a lot lately, mm-hmm. listening to chronics. Mm-hmm. And I can, he says, when I look back at where I'm coming from, I know that I'm blessed. So you talk about these experiences of your childhood. Is it also maturation? Is it evolution? I think all the above. Hmm. Big ups, chronics. <laughs> when I look at where I'm coming from, I know I'm blessed. It does include the journey of hindsight. Mm-hmm. It does include maturation. For the human psyche, I need space right. and time. I need distance to measure. Right. What I think is progress, right? Right. So a baseline and a place you go in whatever space, right? And I guess I've been asking not still being in that space, right? Is that how you were able to assess and rehearse the habit of mind? Because you're not still... But watch this, though. Mm-hmm. When I look at where I'm coming from, it does not only suggest my distant past. It can be yesterday. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We try to use these markers that help us measure time and more. But So sometimes it's what I learned yesterday mm. that gives me the perspective to have this gratitude today. And yesterday's lesson mm-hmm. can also be reapplied to my distant past because it makes me say, my God. I mean, the favor was with me then mm-hmm. when I felt slain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I felt unseen by your favor, it was in the room. Mm. So it's a constant I was searching, just about to say it. Which means, that's what I said, inward. It's not a timeline. That's the thing. It's not a timeline. It's not from then till now only. Maturation can also be described by the ability to sustain prolonged inward journeys. Mm -hmm. How deep can we go? How much discomfort can we sit with? Mm. We have world records for diving, for one single breath dives, right? Yeah. And those are really seasoned divers. Mm -hmm. We can measure that because there's distance and time. No one knows how to measure the journey inward. But I submit that that is part of my practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And constantly assessing and reassessing what I think I understand. Mm -hmm. Because it is not all evolution and wisdom. There's some days you just, you're still dancing and just waiting. You don't know. But why would I, in my head, form the first set of doubt when this mind can also produce the first bit of faith, mm-hmm. the hope. Mm-hmm. My mind can produce either realities. So why would I produce the first doubt? So sometimes I don't have an answer. Mom, can I go out? Mom, excuse me. Mom, I don't have an answer. But if I say to myself, damn, she going, she about to, but see, and I, and I understand how one's mind would produce that doubt. And this reminds me of a conversation that you and I have had several times, 
especially in the early onset of grief, when you were jumping straight into Isaiah, right? And you were reading about how the people, um, the Israelites, how they knew who God was, right? And God had made all of these promises. But all of those years, they had yet to see the promise. Bruh. And so I understood in that one, when you were reading it and you were you're sharing with me, I was like, man, I, I totally understand why they tried to take things into their own hands and create other gods. And it wasn't, I mean, I can't argue for these people, but in my mind, I'm thinking like, all right, I just need to create something. I need to visualize that I can actually make this happen mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not happening the way I thought it would or the way that I believe. It's like your faith is, faith is being tested and tested and tested and tested all of these years. It was a long time. It was so long that it got me thinking like, all right, so it didn't happen for me. It didn't happen for my children. I'm like, what the hell? So I started to think about like, how does this inform somebody who is third generation, fourth generation poverty? Right. Right, right. And that choice of like, look, this may not look like my grandma's faith, but shit, I got to do something. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to get it. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in this getting it, I might forsake all of the laws they told us to keep. But damn it, I'm seeing seeing all my generations and who y'all praying to, like what's going down? Right. This must not be it, This must not be it. But I also have great sensitivity and wonder. Because they knew, right? The thing was they actually knew, but you ain't showing up on. And this is what I don't understand about some of our gospels, right? <laughs> um, he may not come when you want him, right? But he's always, to, and you be like, nah, Slim. Mm-mm. But I understand these these dual realities, mm-hmm. and because I know what a holding pattern feels like. I ain't got no answer. So what do I do? Right? Mm-hmm. It's not answered. I lean on other times where something did not feel answered, resolved. So you're right. It's this constant assessment of my lived experiences. And I, I have great sensitivity for somebody who has not seen the hopeful outcomes that I've seen. And I'm not attributing it to my faith. Mm-hmm. Damn, I done took some losses too. Mm-hmm. So when I look at where I'm coming from, <laughs> I don't. My faith doesn't have to subscribe for everyone, and I have sensitivity if they haven't had the outcomes I have. But my losses are so unique; it got to be worth something. This faith that I'm talking about got to be worth something. This deeper knowing, this intuition, the way I train my mind, got to be worth something. And it's it's got me going deeper in the train of my mind around what is scarcity? Where did that come from in my head? What is abundance? Where did that come from in my head? Mm. How do I choose which one I am identifying with? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or when I'm overwhelmed, when I have a lot to do. That's why for me, Whatever your faith is, you have to have a living word. A living word means something you practice. Because mm. I could remember and recall when I am overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Right. 
But sometimes when you're overwhelmed, you don't remember none of them lines. Man. Right? I am a, I'm a witness, a testament. <laughs> Say that. Uh, you're preaching to me. <laughs> but that is also the psychological byproduct of stress or fear. You don't remember your goodness. Mm-hmm. It seems fleeting. Mm-hmm. So I have to have a living virtue. And I think knowing this in the world we face today, mm-hmm. mid post pandemic, whatever this is, Wh- wherever we are, <laughs> I'm glad I can see with more than my eyes. Hmm. Hmm. And that comes from sometimes the things in front of my eyes are just. You couldn't tell me there was anything left. I done seen some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not heard about it. Not heard it. Lived it. Seen it for myself. Yeah. So. Hmm. It's, uh, you know, what, what really speaks to me or evolves for me is that that affirmation has had this much waiting on it. This is the ill part about that writing, writing process in general. Mm-hmm. It will come for you. What we say and what we will and what we write, mm-hmm. it will come for you. So you have, to, you have to make your choice, right, of what you're putting in. I've had affirmations that have been challenging for me, but I had no clue we had all of that in this one today. This episode of Soul Affirmations is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Wow, 1965. That's a long time. They've been a part of my life for a long time, actually. (laughs) I think about, so we can talk about like different McDonald's at different parts. We can, whether it was my time growing up in Sacramento, the one on 29th and Florin, Mm -hmm. that was like, that was, the first, that was a hub for everything. Yeah. You got off the 81, yeah. got something to eat, saw your friends. This is like <laughs> pre-cell phone, pre-social media. Right. So McDonald's was the hub. Yeah, I remember that one. But if I really want to think about like how McDonald's showed up, grad school, when I was living in D.C., yep. Maryland, mm-hmm. and I didn't have Wi-Fi. My teaching salary didn't really let me have a Wi-Fi. So wow. I used to go to McDonald's mm-hmm. to submit assignments to Blackboard in oh, grad school. Oh, man. I vividly remember those moments in grad school. I remember them in undergrad, but very much so in grad school. Mm-hmm. 4 a.m. trying to get me a coffee real quick so I can get bust through this next assignment. Mm-hmm. Or even just 4 a.m. after the club trying yeah, to. <laughs> yeah, I thought that might be. <laughs> Either way, McDonald's has definitely been present for me. Man, it's. It's a staple for real. It is a staple. It is a staple. And now I really understand why they say I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. Will you read it for me again? I have to. I am a child of answered prayers, and all that I need is within me. Life is happening for me, not to me, and because of this, I will have gratitude in all lessons. Uh, I will put lessons in there. Real good lessons. You feel them. Mm -hmm. It's not only in your brain. A real good lesson, you feel it. It will involve your heart. Having gratitude in all lessons. That's that's me. That's my 
That's one of my geniuses. Mm. Schools never measured it. The formal places that award gifting or intelligences, they don't measure it. Right. I had to come to know that. That my ability to have gratitude in all things is one of my it's one of my specialties. And it's not it's not disillusioned at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when you feel overwhelmed, you feel. Mm-hmm. Feeling is a gift. Mm. And being able to sit with feelings of discomfort is a gift. Mm-hmm. I exist in the world as an angel father, a father. Education, counseling, group homes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. schools, juvenile halls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell, I even... You know, sold candy. I worked at a state fair. <laughs> uh, worked at Champs. Mm-hmm. That's when I met you. <laughs> Journeys, GMC, it don't matter, right? All these places, though, like nothing has been as hard as being an artist. Nothing has been as hard in terms of, at least I haven't experienced the the disregard. Whatever those positions I just named, mm-hmm. I've never witnessed the disregard that I've seen for art to any of those positions. Wow. And I name all of that to say that artists are having an incredibly difficult time remembering their goodness and training their minds. Some have endured, their careers have endured pandemics and dates that have not come back opportunities that have not come back and just the mental wellness, the health, the agility of artists. Mm-hmm. It's like alarming. Folks are crying out for help. So knowing more than what meets the eye for me as an artist, as a storyteller is also important that I survive this gift. Yeah. And I give it its room, and that I'm a patient farmer. (laughs) The seed has what it needs. It endures seasons to mature. The seed is the seed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's experiences of the soil, and the soil has to go through different seasons. So I want to know that all these seasons that I endure are only to bring out what's in my seed. What's in me. Hmm. All that I need is within me. It don't mean I won't have to go through some shit. Yeah. It might be the only way for me to find out what's in me. Seeds have to be what? Buried or broken in order to reveal what's inside. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, Rika. Thank you for taking us on that journey and and investigating gratitude and also setting in an example of being in the practice of it and rehearsing the knowings. We always talk about it. Mm-hmm. Soul affirmations are affirmations that guide us in rehearsing our knowings that are within. So incredibly powerful. And um, Habits of mind. Habits of mind.
thank you for taking me there. Thank <laughs> I, you for bringing us <laughs> to this space. I, uh, ooh, yeah. I'm looking at the page again. If you have your page, it's page 32. It's and it's Kariga's text. I didn't say that initially. I think you did. You did. I did. Yeah. I did. I said I was going to yours. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And I'm going to read it one more time just for it guiding us on our way out. I am a child of answered prayers and all that I need is within me. Life is happening for me, not to me. And because of this, I will have gratitude in all lessons. All lessons. Yeah. Thank you. The soil is happening for me. Yeah. The storm is happening for me. Ooh. That's, That's the hard part right there. Mm-hmm. That does not feel good. That doesn't. It's not comfortable. I also don't even want to invite that. You know. And I've also never said it before now, which means that mm-hmm. it didn't have its maturity yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The storm was just happening. Okay? Right. I ain't making no sense of it. <laughs> but to be where I am now, to love you the way that I love you, to know love the way that we do. Mm-hmm. To have a child on the side of infinity who's loving us still actively. We thank you for tuning into another episode of Soul Affirmations. Massive love to the listeners. Massive love to you all for creating this space. Massive grief calls for massive love. Mm. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Mm-hmm. Our producer, Crystal Hill. <laughs> yes. We thank you all for joining us. Big love. Peace.